Welcome to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgem. And I'm Sergeant Ackerberg. And, and our special guest host from the 51st Intelligence Squadron. Master Sergeant Booker. Again, he's been on the last two in this one, so guest host is probably out the window at this point. But anyway, on each episode of The Pillars, we find a brief resilience topic so you can practically fix any potential roadblocks you encounter, finish a better wingman, airman, and leader. Now, our first four episodes of 2018, of which this is the third, are designed to help you have a new year and a new you. We'll give you one or two actionable points for each pillar. We're gonna, and now, we chose to wait um, on these. We didn't send them out in the first week of the new year, and the reason for it is pretty practical. Many people set resolutions for New Year's, New Year's resolutions, but they typically only make it five to ten days at the very most. So we want to give you some actionable goals with each pillar. So we want to make it easy for you, make it fun, and something that you can just incorporate in your day-to-day life as an airman. So what's today's pillar? So the third of the four we're going to talk about today is the mental pillar. And that doesn't have to just be mental health. It can be the psychological aspect of what makes you, you. And so the first thing I want to talk about when I think mental is emotions. When I think of our emotions, I think okay, how many emotions do we have? So research actually shows there's 6,000 emotions in our language, which is amazing to me because I wouldn't be able to list all 6,000. Matter of fact, they did a panel, and when they asked folks to list out their emotions, the average person came up with 12, about six positive and six negative. So when you think about it, you're operating off of 12 emotions total. That's pretty limiting. Um, And so The crazy thing about emotions is emotions dictate and drive and guide your thinking, and then your thinking initiates your behavior. So when you, if you're not taking your emotion in consideration, it is going to dictate your thinking. So if you're thinking, if you feel bad, you're going to think bad, and then you could behave bad. And so if you're thinking positive, your feelings are positive, you're happy, you're thinking happy, and then you're more likely to have a behavior that's more in a happy aspect. That's outstanding. That really makes a difference. Of oh, it totally you, does. Yeah. Now, a different part of the mental pillar is the learning and growth. Now, learning and growth is something that we all should do. I remember I was facilitating this panel out in Colorado a few years back, and we had five middle managers on this panel. Now, they weren't all military. One was. But I asked a question at the very end and said, so what was the last book you've read for growth? And to a T, every person said, well, I haven't read a book in years. And what I noticed was five years later when I left that position that all those people weren't stuck in the same jobs and they were stuck in many other areas of their lives. What I want to get at is that learning and growth can be difficult and usually we associate it with going to school, getting a degree, getting a certification. But learning and growth doesn't require that. We can actually use our time or no extra time. What I mean by that is your drive to work, your time at the gym, your time running, time driving around base, running an errand, to listen to things like podcasts, audiobooks, um, etc. And why do I say this? Well, if you get a seminar on tape or on MP3 these days and you listen to it, you can knock out hours of these books throughout the day. I personally went through over 60 audiobooks last year. Just going around driving, now I drive these coasts from time to time, but the bottom line is listening to these at the gym, running, driving, made a huge difference in my knowledge, and it's also helped me grow. Now, you may say, I don't need to listen to that many audiobooks. That's totally fine, but there's always someplace you can grow. 
um, I listened to a book on how to improve my physical fitness, how to improve, uh, how to weight lift more effectively. They had an audio book on that, believe it or not. Uh, marriage improvement, leadership. There are so many good books. Even if you're listening to fiction, it's at least helping your mind grow. There's something you can do to help you learn and grow and improve that mental pillar. So another aspect um, about your mental pillar is positivity. So Sergeant Booker, what can you tell us about being positive? Positive, man, positive just wears, it, it wears off on everybody. Yep. And uh, I know for a fact, me, as a first sergeant, as a commander, anybody that's, that's working in a, in a duty section, you need to be positive because that's, that determines how the work day is going to go, how the work is going to get done. Is it going to be a quality product or is it going to be a, a terrible product? So me staying positive all day within the squadron, knowing that we're deploying, you know, we have half of our squadron deploying or we have members, you know, deploying and they don't know when they're coming back, but I'm staying positive about it. Okay, think about it. You get to see something new. You get to get off the base for a little while. Granted, there there are things that are negative about it, but I look at the positive in all aspects. Guess what? It's raining outside today. And I'm like, okay, that's that's a positivity. All our cars are being washed, the pollen's being washed away because we had a, a few little a few little roses or whatever or bushes blossoming and it's not even time for for springtime. So everything you can turn every negative into a positive and that's how I try to walk around and carry myself, you know, within the organization, within the Air Force and as a human being. You know, even in the airport, standing in customs a few weeks ago, the line to get through customs, it took us an hour and 45 minutes to get through customs. We missed our connecting flight, but I sat there and I thought about it. I said, okay, if we would have caught this flight, this flight was canceled and redirected to a different, to Charlotte, because guess what? We couldn't catch a straight flight in to, to our home station because weather was bad. But guess what? We we were booked on the next flight. So guess what? We got a straight flight home. So there was some positivity that came out of just being positive, standing in line. Like, And I said, well, maybe we're in this line for a reason. So, you know, I'm just going to sit here and I'm not going to complain about it. And I'm just going to be positive. So lo and behold, who did that wear off on? That wore off on my commander. And he calmed down and he started to relax. And, you know, lo and behold, the outcome result was me being positive. He turned into being a positive individual with that particular scenario and situation. And at the end result was we got home at a decent hour and we got re, we were reconnected with our families and that's what we both wanted to do reconnect with our families ASAP and you know being positive being grateful if you can start your day with it again I talked about the bookends in the last two podcasts but the bookends of your day are the beginning of your day and the end of the day that first hour and last hour it's really the time of the day that you can definitely control because the rest of the day no matter how scheduled we are uh, and the Air Force is generally uh, gets kind of sidetracked by something or another. So if you're gra- uh, grateful first thing in the morning, and I always suggest using a gratitude journal that you write down three to five things you're grateful for, specifically three is the research, and I write down whatever it is. I'm grateful that I, I woke up in my bed, that I slept through the night, um, that I have oxygen at the very minimum, thankful for my kids, whatever it may be. If I start my day with gratitude, then throughout the day I have an attention bias for the positive. What that means is my mind naturally sees more positive things throughout the day. I'm, quote-unquote, poisoning the well with gratitude, with positivity. 
Oftentimes, though, what we do is turn on the TV, turn on sports talk, sports radio, which is inherently negative. A lot of news, etc., is designed to get you to continue watching to sell commercials, and they want to put you in a negative state to get you angry. That's why if you watch a, any specific sports station, they will be finding some kind of contentious topic to get you to stay to pay attention. And I'm not throwing any specific network under the bus. They all do it. And again, you understand, they got to sell commercials. But what it does for you is it sets you in a negative state where you look for more negatives throughout the day. So the first thing I'd suggest is doing this in the morning. And it, you just notice how positive you are. I'd also tell you that there's no age on this. At my house, I have kids who are young, you know, 7, 10, and 12, and they all do these in the morning. In fact, uh, someone came over earlier last week for something and uh, brought her daughter over. She goes, what are they doing? It's like someone, some kids write down what they're grateful for, right? And that, <laughs> when that happens, it's a, it makes a huge difference from my kids, and it's great to see even the spelling errors. But how they are and how they treat each other, people at school and in the neighborhood, is huge. And that works at their level. It'll work on yours. And to be honest, I, I didn't think that this gratitude journal was going to work, but I actually sat down and I tried it, and my my days are just so much better. And, you know, I'm, I'm just the little things. You know, I'm grateful to make my bed every morning. You know, that's that's number one. I get out of the bed, naturally I go use the bathroom because I'm an old man, so I can't hold myself. But I go right back to my bed, make my bed, and I'm grateful for that because I'm looking at my bed, and I'm like, man, this is a nice, huge, comfortable bed. I didn't want to get out of it this morning, but I'm grateful knowing that, guess what, tonight, me and this bed is going down. We're, we're, we're getting some good sleep. So mm-hmm. I've started this gratitude journal that you were talking about, sir, and, I mean, it's, it's since you mentioned you came down and spoke to us, and, I, and it's taken me to another level. It's taken me to a, a, a level of peace and just understanding with life and movement and just day-to-day progressions, I don't think there's anything that can just get me outside of my box because I'm just grateful for the simplest thing. I'm grateful to have a, a uniform to wear every day because guess what? I don't have to figure out what I'm going to wear to work every day. I'm grateful to wear this, this, this uniform. So for those of you that haven't tried this, this gratitude journal, just try it. I, I recommend you trying it for a week because this, it, it's, it's changed my life in a matter of days, so I'm pretty sure it's going to change your life. And I'm, I'm a stubborn individual, so for me to try it and follow through with it, it's, it's great. Well, and the funny thing is we often recommend these really basic things, like listen to a podcast like this to grow, write down things you're grateful for. And you might think, is this really going to work? Well, if you give it a try, what's the worst that could happen? You write down three things you're grateful for, what does it take, two minutes? I mean, isn't it worth experimenting with this with yourself to see, does this help? Or when we talked about fitness or mindfulness in our earlier podcast, why not give it a go? What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Even when we recommend for tasks like starting your day by making your bed. Worst case scenario, you have a made bed. I mean, there's not a lot of things we're recommending that are out of the line. (laughs) So on that note, we've gone through the mental pillar. Is there anything else we should add? Just resources. You know, if you really feel like maybe you're struggling in this pillar, Uh, It's okay. It's normal. If there's anxiety, there's depression, you feel like you need additional support, reach out. It can be your friends, your family. You can also reach out to the services, mental health, Airman Family Readiness Center, MFLAX. You know, really just reach out, get what you need, get back to healthy, and then move on with your life. It doesn't have to be this huge hurdle. It can be something that you just get a fresh start on and then start anew. Exactly. And we all get stuck from time to time. And it's really okay to get unstuck.
especially in the snow. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you for listening to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgem. I'm Sergeant Ackerberg. I'm Master Sergeant Booker. Until next time, if you need us, please reach out to us in the global address list. Finally, we want to thank you for what you do for our nation. Have a great day.